0: ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Hello and welcome back to Kaylee Daily. Today's question is, are doulas covered by insurance? This is Kaylee Daily, the bi-weekly podcast about all things doula tips and tits, where we answer one question about pregnancy, labor, postpartum, or lactation in order to have your journey in this parenting world be just a little bit more informed and filled with consent. Hello and welcome back. I'm Kaylee Harad. Welcome to Kaylee Daily, the doula um, podcast. It's all about doula tips and tits. I am um, a doula, postpartum and birth doula, and also a childbirth educator and a mother and a wife. Um, and that's kind of how I come to this work. Today's question is kind of short and sweet. Are doula services covered by insurance? Now, um, the answer is it depends. A lot of times we're not, but it's getting to the point where doulas can be in network. Now, just like anything in our Beautiful and wonderful and terrible healthcare system in the U.S. Um, it can be complicated to do that. There are lots of kind of random stipulations sometimes in who qualifies to be a provider and who, um, how you have to go about doing that. There are some barriers to access that for for the doulas. I mean, like on the provider side, um, and so sometimes a doula is covered by insurance not very often. So it's new enough right now that I know very few doulas who are in network with an insurance plan. Now in the DC area, DC, Virginia, and Maryland are all doing a big push for doulas to be in network with Medicaid. Um, but compensation is not great. It's not super sustainable from the doula side. Um, it is really hard then to make it something that would work well for our clients and for us as a business owner, etc. cetera. Um, so I do know some folks that are in network, but not that many. Um, the one thing that I will add to this, it's not really the question, but sort of along the lines is that usually a health spending account. So like an SS S, no, HSA or an FSA, like a family spending account Either of those will typically cover doula services and um, we can submit well we can give to you to submit a like really detailed invoice so that you can get um, some reimbursement potentially or just like if you have a an HSA card just to verify that that purchase was a health purchase. Um, anytime I've had a client try to use HSA or FSA, it, they have eventually gotten it approved, even if they have to like submit multiple things. Um, and so that's a valuable resource if that's something that you have. Um, there are some areas in the U.S. that have community doula programs. And so that looks like providing community care, either through like a nonprofit or volunteer work um, to especially vulnerable populations. So whether that is um, a specific ethnic group or a particular economic status um, it really depends on the area who the clientele is intended to be. Um, but many bigger cities especially have that kind of community doula option. There are also a number of doulas who work on a sliding scale, a sliding scale fee. Um, and so that's an option if you're looking for um, a more affordable thing that you, if you're um, a family that doesn't have as much in terms of um financial resources and so that's something that you could also be on the lookout for. On top of that many of us um, that are not in network with insurance do have some flexibility in how we receive payments so for me for instance I can't speak to anyone else specifically but I know a couple other doulas at least who do it like I do where if I have a client who really needs a payment plan we just figure that out between us right like whatever the need of the client is and what the payment um, kind of frequency and amount needs to be. I have a lot of flexibility in that, and I'm able to do that because I set my own rules in this business, right? Um, and so that's also a way to make doula services a bit more affordable. Um, so while this question was about insurance, really I'm tackling like paying for a doula in general. Um, and so there's lots of different options. If you're a person that feels like there's no way I could afford a doula, don't necessarily discount the possibility of having doula services because sometimes there are programs like the community doula programs or um, like Medicaid coverage, etc., that can open that door to folks who would think that they otherwise don't have the option of it. Um, I think because of the stats we have around doulas, maybe this needs to be its own episode of like, what are the outcomes that we know about doulas? <laughs> um because we have real stats about doulas being a layer of protection, a layer of safety for families, especially in marginalized communities or um, in more at risk communities in terms of maternal mental health and um, maternal mortality, then I think that it should be something, it needs to be something that's actually accessible to more people in order to make birth a safer thing. Um, And, And viewing a doula as, like, something that's only for people who are very wealthy is not meeting that, like, very basic need. Now, I don't mean to say that there aren't people at risk of maternal mortality, et cetera, who are in a wealthy category. What we know about, like, how ethnicity plays a role in maternal mortality has absolutely nothing to do with education or income, right? Um, And so I do not mean that only low-income families run that risk that is not the case we know well at this point that um black and brown women for instance or birthing people are more likely to have poor outcomes in birth regardless of anything else regardless of education regardless of income etc so it's certainly um not something that's specific to low-income families Um, however the barrier to hiring a doula is specific to low-income families In many cases. Um, So anyway, that's kind of a long tangent. That's a separate thing. Um, But the bottom line is there are many different ways to afford a doula and and kind of looking into your options and being creative about how to make that happen is a good idea if a doula is something that you want to be a part of your team. Okay. So if you have more questions about that, because it's a little bit more technical, um, please do shoot me a message on Instagram um, or... An email or just reach out to me in any way. Um, as a reminder, this podcast is sponsored by my class, the Birth Prep Blueprint course. It's a comprehensive childbirth education, entirely virtual. Um, so that means you can live anywhere in the world. If you speak English well and can learn in English, then that class works for you. Um, and that class is available for only $20 for families who are lower economic status, meaning that you're um, at or below the poverty line um, or even like slightly above that. So please do reach out to me if you or someone that you know and love fits that criteria and is in need of childbirth education. I um, feel very strongly that everyone should have quality education around birth. Um, And that is regardless of what your income status is. So um, so so that information is in the show notes as well. Um, And my email is there so you can shoot me an email and just um, let me know if you want to connect over that or if you have questions about um, insurance and things like that. So um, so this is not the end of the doula series. We have a number of episodes more, but I would also love to hear what your questions are. And the next series that's coming is postpartum stuff. So start shooting me some questions about postpartum. I really love to hear from you all. Um, in the meantime, I wish you well-informed, consent-filled, breathing experiences. Bye. These episodes are edited and produced by Kaylee Harad, as I'm sure you can probably tell. And um, our amazing music... It's credited in the show notes as well. So we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, have wonderful and consent-filled births.